Hello, all my wild talkers out there. It's your girl Tay here bringing you another Let's Talk Wild podcast episode. Today is Thursday, January the 6th, 2022. I hope everyone had a safe and good new year like I did. I cooked some good food, drank my virgin pina coladas, or watched some TV, and went to bed. I'm pregnant, so that was a good enough thrill for me. But, anyways, today's episode is Flying with Service and Emotional support animals. So the U.S. Department of Transportation has changed and announced the new rules for flying with service and emotional support animals. So all of you folk out there that have been getting away with flying with animals that one would question if it's really a service or emotional support animal, your time is up. No more holding up the flights because you thought you could fly with a possum or a peacock. Okay, the department has revised its Air Carrier Access Act regulation on transportation of service animals by air to ensure a safe and accessible air transportation system. Before the new changes, the department received more than 15,000 comments from airports, airlines, airline staff, aviation transportation stakeholders, members of the public, and most importantly, individuals with disabilities. I will go through the final ruling and link the U.S. Department of Transportation's official press release in the description box. So first up with the new ruling, the department defines a service animal as a dog trained to do work or perform tasks for the benefit of a person with a disability. The ruling no longer requires airlines to accommodate miniature horses cats, rabbits, birds, and other service animals that airlines are currently required to transport. So, you know, before people brought them many horses on the planes with them. Now the airlines can refuse them, you know, to come on their aircrafts. No more peacocks walking through the airport like they own the place. All of that is no more. Now, this new ruling, I know people are going to be very upset. This is the major change, okay? So, uh, they no longer consider emotional support animals service animals. And they are allowing airlines to treat emotional support animals as pets. But the airlines must continue to treat psychiatric service animals the same as regular service animals. Airlines would no longer be permitted to require psychiatric service animal users to provide a letter from a licensed mental health professional of the passenger's need for the animal. The department states task trained service animals are generally provided enhanced training in how to behave in public while emotional support animals may not have received this degree of training. Providing emotional support, comfort or companionship does not constitute work or task. The department also found persuasive information provided by airlines and other stakeholders indicating that emotional support animals or animals being presented to the airline as emotional support animals are responsible for a significant percentage of the incidents of animal misbehavior on board aircrafts. They predict that its inclusion of emotional support animals will result in an overall reduction in the number of uncreated animals on board aircraft, thereby reducing the overall number of animal misbehavior incidents. So to the people flying with animals, they claim that help them emotionally, your animal must fly in a carrier 
under the seat or in cargo. Your animal will now be treated as a pet. And I'm confused on the airlines would no longer be permitted to require psychiatric service animal users to provide a letter from a licensed mental health professional of the passenger's need for the animal. Then how will you know the person is in line or scamming to get their pet on the aircraft instead of having them in cargo? I feel like there are still some loopholes in the ruling, but we'll see how they patch it up and see what happens because a lot of people are going to pull that. Like if you're not requiring any type of paperwork, people are going to try to use that to their advantage. You give people an inch, they take a mile. Next up, airlines can now require forms developed by the Department of Transportation attesting to the service animal's behavior, training, and health. If taking a flight that is eight hours or more, the animal will not relieve itself or do so in a sanitary manner. So new forms from the department have come into play and the airlines can require them. Can you imagine the struggle of taking a long flight with your service animal and they have to go to the bathroom and there's nothing you can do about it? You, you, you just can't have them urinating on the floor. I don't know. That would stress me out. I know some dogs can hold it until they reach their destination, but I would still feel bad for making them hold it for so long. Okay, so next ruling. Uh, they are allowing persons with service animals to provide the airline with the department service animal forms 48 hours in advance of the date of travel if the passenger's reservation was made before that time. The new ruling also allows airlines to require the forms from the person at the departure gate on the date of travel. So even if you provide the forms 48 hours before, I recommend you always have a copy of the documents with you. You never know what could happen. For example, you upload the forms online, but the airline says they never received them. You don't want to miss your flight just because of something like that. We got a couple of more, y'all. We almost done. Okay, so next up, uh, they are prohibiting the airline to require persons flying with service animals to physically check in at the airport instead of online. So you can check in online, okay? You don't have to check in. You don't have to physically be there to check in. You now have the right to check in for your flight online. Y'all might hear my neighbor's dog barking in the background, but... Why it wouldn't be a Let's Talk Wild podcast if an animal wasn't making noise in the background. Of course, we are at the home stretch, y'all. Home stretch. The airline can limit the number of service animals to two per one person, and they are allowing the airline to require the service animals to be leashed or tethered at all times in the airport and on the airplane. They can also require the service animal to fit in the foot space of the handler when on the aircraft. Now, don't have your service animal running wild in the airport or up and down the aisles on the airplane, okay? Make sure they are securely with you, leashed, tethered, and restrained, okay? So this is the last ruling. Airlines cannot refuse you transportation just because of the type of breed of service dog you have. However, the ruling continues to allow airlines to refuse transportation of service animals that show aggressive behavior or pose a direct threat 
to the health and safety of others. So if you know your service animal does well at home but hates being around other people and can get aggressive, please spare yourself and others time. Nobody wants to be held up or bitten because your dog isn't well behaved and airline staff can't discriminate against you you know, even if you have a pit bull or a chihuahua, as long as you have your paperwork and the dog is well behaved, you're all good. OK, now these new changes go into effect January the 11th, 2022. OK, next Tuesday. So you got five days to get yourself together. OK, now, besides knowing these new changes, your pets and service animals must still be up to date on their vaccinations to travel you can't just say well here's my department paperwork but my dog is overdue on his rabies shots you have to make sure everything is in order and up to date i think the changes are great especially for the convenience of people with disabilities they no longer have to wait to check in physically they can do it online instead uh, i don't think people with disabilities will have issues with the new changes and it's just some extra, you know, paperwork. The people I believe will have a problem are those who have emotional support animals. I know this is not easy, but if your pet provides comfort for you on flights, now is the time to find better coping methods. Try some meditation music. Some people get medication from their doctors. Whatever you choose, act fast. Because like I said, the ruling takes effect in five days on Tuesday, January the 11th. 2022 but what do you guys think let me know how you feel about the new service and emotional support animal flying changes do you agree yes no maybe so or do you have your own take on this topic let me know follow me on all podcasting platforms and all social media at let's talk wild i'll link my socials in the description box i hope you guys have a good and safe weekend and like always don't forget to love yourself love one another your pets and the animals. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.